Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. And today, 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 we are talking about the recession is on the way. All right, the recession's on the way. So what do we do? What do we do in the crazy times that are ahead of us, right? At the end of the day, the inflation is out the roof and labor is hard to find. Good workers is really hard to find. The highest interest rate spike in over 28 years at 0.75% interest. In my personal opinion, I know it sounds like a lot, but we've been blessed for so, so damn long. Like It's very important, in my opinion, not feel that entitlement of having the lowest record interest rates in history for the last five, seven plus years, right? It's ridiculous how people feel entitled and how they feel like, well, because it's at 5% now that I'm not going to get any real estate. I'm going to sit on the sidelines while the shortage is still out there, right? There's still not enough supply. The demand is still huge. However, in the last 30 days, we've seen some shifts, right? We've seen a lot of shaking in the markets and a lot of fear, a lot of fear. The fear index is ridiculous right now. And it really comes down to several things. Like I mentioned, the inflation, but also really seeing the last couple of years, we've pumped out so much damn money in the government and giving it to all these other countries, as well as everybody getting six bucks here and there or 600 or, you know, to pay us over for that. But somebody needs to pay for that at the end of the day. And the stock market crashed several times in the last 30 days, the crypto market crashed and not totally crashed, but really knocked out a lot of people. A lot of the big hedge funds are over leveraged and really on verge of being liquidated and, and so much more, right? But with all that being said, even properties are, are being on market for a little bit longer now. We just sold a property back in April and that took four days on market. Four days on market, we were tied up in contract, had several offers. It went $210,000 over asking price, right? So those are the times. And then, you know, now we're seeing average market listing for about two weeks in our area of San Diego. I'm just talking about my area. I'm talking nationwide as well, but you know, in my specific area where I'm active, that's what I want to talk about today. So how are we going about really setting ourselves up for success and making sure that we're positioning ourselves right? Because we don't want to put ourselves in any type of financial stress. And a lot of people are. A lot of people are getting over leveraged and being too flashy, buying expensive things and doing nonsense with their personal funding, right? You want to position yourself. You want to get your credit right right now. Credit Council Elite is, by all means, it's not even a selfish plug. It's a mandatory plug. It's been giving breakthroughs to hundreds of people for so long now. And I mean, we just got one guy in the group. He just got a $100,000 credit card, just one card. He did his own mass apply and got in the past 30 days, He's got over 400,000 in new credit lines, many at which has 0% interest, plus sign up bonuses. Plus, he's going to take 
this credit and leverage it into real estate, into different assets, e-commerce, and so much, so much more into his own business as well. So you really just want to position yourself. You want to be mindful of what's going on around you and make the smart play. So I do want to talk about that. But before we talk about really what to do in this new coming season that we're all going through, I do want to talk about our current flip. And I want to go over the numbers with you guys. And hopefully that will either inspire you, help take action, or show you how we are making still mistakes. And hopefully you guys can learn from that, as well as basically it will lead me into kind of what we're doing in this new coming season to really prepare ourselves, right? So yeah, with that all being said, let's just talk about our newest deal. So we purchased this property back in February 15th, 2022, right? We purchased it for $1,056,500, right? It was some wild negotiations, but this is what they came back at. And I was like, fine, you know, so let's just call it for easy numbers, $1,057,000, right? And I think this is a good time to bring this up for all types of things, whatever you're doing financially wise, I always round up on expenses, round down on income. Okay. Gives you a little safe buffer. Okay. So I just naturally did that, rounded up 500 bucks. You can even be aggressive and do not aggressive, but you could do it to, you know, 3,500 up and make it, you know, 1,060. It would be smart. And with the new season coming in, a lot of people could take that advice. And I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there, right? Pick it up if you'd like. With that being said, we had we had anticipated about a 90-day turnaround on this. We just listed it this past Wednesday, so July 6, 2022. That is damn near five-month old and not very excited about that. But there's a couple of reasons behind it. And it really comes down to me taking ownership in it and There were some unexpected things right from the start as far as plumbing issues that took an extra week, week and a half, right? But then there's also me postponing certain scopes of work that I knew needed to be addressed one way or the other in the future. And I put it on the back burner like, I don't know exactly what I want to do with it. Let's keep moving with everything. And as we come about getting closer to that stage, then I'll really start diving into how I want to see this look. But let's open up some walls. Let's you know start repositioning this place and then we'll see where it takes us, right? We'll see what's left in the budget as well. Well, this budget went far over, like way past over. We got up to our total for all types of expenses to get this bad boy renovated has been $196,338.47 so far. Okay. And that's all of it. Like we don't, we don't have any other unexpected expenses coming up. Actually, with that being said, I do have a gas bill coming up that I need to take care of. So that'll be a couple hundred bucks as well. But let's just say for easy numbers, we're at $197,000, right? Crazy. I've never spent that much on renovation um, thus far, especially just a, a single family flip. This is a three bedroom. It was a two bath. We added an additional bath. We added a rooftop like deck out there. It's huge. It's beautiful as well. We opened up the living room space, the low bearing walls. We opened that up, had to bring in some long, huge, very thick type of support beams for that. And we have a huge open concept in the living room, dining area, and kitchen. It's just huge. It's absolutely huge. It takes up a majority of the building, a little over 1,600 square feet in total. 
and it has three rooms. There's a Jack and Jill bathroom we added, an additional bathroom for household, just regular throughout the house that we took away from the kitchen because the kitchen was already big enough, especially when we made it all open concept. And we made a gorgeous master bathroom with a stand-up shower as well as a standalone tub. You know, we spent more on the landscaping, but I am so glad and thankful that we did. It came out great. We put a fence on the outside, laid turf, sprinkler systems, garden, wood chips in the back and pavers, you know, stepping stones basically to the back as well to get to brand new concrete. And we got French doors in there for that open concept, some all new windows what else? So we put an HVAC in there that they didn't have it. Beautiful fireplace now. Garage door was replaced. We left inside the garage empty. So we just cleaned it out. There's no drywall. So it needs to be finished if somebody, but we're leaving that up to them. The washer and dryer hookups are outside in the garage. But yeah, overall, it's great. You know, it really turned out amazing. And the best part is with that rooftop deck, you can easily see some amazing bay views and ocean views and like gorgeous. The sunsets are amazing there. And then on the other side, on the left side, you can see fireworks every night from SeaWorld at 8.50 p.m. And then some nights it's 9.50 p.m. I can see it at my primary residence as well. And I just open up the window or open up like the curtain in the living room from my couch. It's gorgeous or go outside on my deck. But this is something like I'm almost jealous. Like you could have some amazing romantic dinners outside and be able to see the fireworks and sunset or just have it's so big that you could have a nice gathering and nice friends and family over to see and so forth. Just a beautiful, beautiful home at the end of the day. Very thankful for it. But going back to the numbers, you know, we're anticipating this to stay on market for about two weeks because that's what we're seeing with a lot of our other friends. Our holding cost involved because we got a hard money lender that allowed, I think, 80% or 75%. So I don't recall the down payment fully. I believe it was 200 to 250,000 I put down utilizing credit and cash at the end of the day that we have. The holding costs thus far have been $33,003.43. So not too bad, but it's still more than, you know, than needed, right? Because it's been five months instead of, you know, we anticipated a little over three. And there could be more holding costs coming up if we don't get this thing sold right away. So with that hard money lender, the points up front were 1.5% in points. And then it was 8.5% on interest. It's a 12-month agreement. The monthly payments are $7,112.45. Basically, my estimates for selling, right, are going to be roughly 55,000. You know, we can even round up. It's not going to be more than 55,000. It's probably going to be a little less, closer to 50,000, but we could even round up to 60,000 to be like extra extra cautious, but it's already a higher estimate than it probably will be. With that being said, so with the purchase price of 1057000 basically, and then almost 200000 for the rehab, the holding cost of 33000 we are at a total of $1,285,841.90, right? That's the legit numbers right there. With the estimated cost to sell 55 k basically I'm all in at uh, $1,340,000. 
$841.90. So let's just round up and say 10,000 more or 9,000, some change more to make it 1,350,000, right? So that's where we are at. We're at 1.35 million is all in cost. Now, the comps are showing conservatively a uh, rate around 1.65. And like we could sell it right now, probably very quickly, 1.6, 1.65, and still make good money. You know, uh, that worst case scenario, it would be basically profiting 250,000, which is great, right? Most people are happy as a clam to make 60, 100K is like amazing. Especially I didn't do any of the work. It was the crew that we supplied to, you know, that great job they did just took longer than we would like. But overall, all new windows and every, everything's brand new. It's great. We are actually listing this property at 1.75 million. And here's why. So there's other properties in the area that are at like 1.8 that are bigger, somewhat nicer in, in some cases very, you know, to each his own type of thing. I'm a little biased, but at the same time, I appreciate certain style that they did, but, and their square footage is, is decently bigger. It's about 500 to 700 square feet bigger. That's a big deal. With that being said, they don't have the views. And I know it's a little cliche, but views sell. And especially when you get ocean views and bay views, and then you have such a big deck and then the fireworks. I mean, in my opinion, it's really a gorgeous home and very excited to see what we did with it. But what I would say is that us pricing it at the 1.75 is a little risky because we originally definitely anticipated like 1.8 all day. And we had other competitors that had theirs listed at 2.1. And now they've dropped it down to like 1.8 something because they're just not selling in the last 30 days because of, you know, the interest rates going up. People aren't qualifying for what they could before. A lot of fear going on, the, you know, all the crashes, crypto stocks. So everybody believes that like we are destined for a crash and that the housing market's going to just plummet right away. And at the end of the day, nobody's got the crystal ball, right? I got to say that up front. So take this for the grain of salt that it is. I definitely believe there's a shift coming. As far as more than 15 to 25% pullback, I think it would be very rare. It'd be very, very rare to see that with what's going on currently. There's still so much money out there. And at the end of the day, there's just not enough supply. So what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do if there's not enough supply? Even though a lot of the buyers are starting to get so hesitant and fearful, after a certain time frame, they're going to be like, hey, it's only going to get worse. Like prices are still going to increase. At the end of the day, the interest rates are still going to go up. And my two cents behind that is I think they're going to go up higher. But I also think after a certain time frame, I, I don't know, maybe a year or so, maybe a little longer, um, they might come back down and they might dip for a little bit. Um, but then I do anticipate they'll probably just go right back up and probably go way higher, truthfully. Uh, that's my two cents behind it. But at the end of the day, the best case scenario, if we can get the 1.75, we're going to profit 409000 um, if we get into a bidding war because it's gorgeous and we really did an excellent job and the views they just cannot live without, then who knows? Maybe we will make more. But what I'd like to tell you guys is that, that we have backup plans. That real estate, in my personal opinion, so many people that fail at real estate, they fail for the simple fact that they're uneducated on all the other options. 
There's so many options in real estate. There's so, so many. And it comes down to educating yourself first. The more education that you have in real estate and on all the different opportunities of real estate, you will have backup plans. You'll have tools on your tool belt to be prepared for when plan A does not go the way you would like, right? And guess what? That's real estate. I've never been a part of one transaction, one real estate deal that did not go the way that we thought. Like every single one, we had plan A. Ideally, this is exactly what we wanted. And then something happened that, hey, we need to jump into plan B. And uh, it still takes us to the end goal of plan A, but we have to make some minor adjustments that's going to take longer and it's going to cost more and all these other things, right? So fail in real estate, in my personal opinion, it comes down to they had plan A. Once that didn't work out, they jumped to plan Z right away. And it's like off sale, take the loss. And that's it. When they could have tried doing seller financing, in my backup plan, I'm going to do a cash out refinance. I can qualify. The interest rate is going to be higher. But guess what? Like, I'm okay with that. Like, I can still do that. I can jump in. I can even move into it if I wanted. I can do it as a primary residence and try to get the best rates. And it's going to be a little bit more expensive than it was maybe a year or two ago. But we've been spoiled with those rates anyway. And all that's going to mean is that the monthly payment will be a little bit higher. And what I would do afterwards, because there would still be a good amount of equity in there, I could take out a HELOC. I could start preparing permits and so forth to be able to add the square footage, the six to 700 square footage to be able to mimic other properties in the area that are going for the 2 million to 2.5 million. And even at a second level, like a lot of other properties in the area have been doing in this area of Bay Park, sunny San Diego, California. And at the end of the day, there's several backup plans that we could hang on to this sucker for a couple of years. It wouldn't make a difference in our income, really. We have backup plans for it. We can afford it and we could qualify and we could start making it even better, you know, with extra time that would be given to us. So that's my two cents behind it. I think there is plenty of opportunity out there, especially with more fear going on. It just stirs up more opportunity. I mean, there's distressed people, there's baby boomers that are, you know, passing, there's more distressed properties. There's there's people that are going through issues, financial issues, job loss, debt, whatever it may be, divorce, where you can try to make it a win-win and really be able to get in on these deals, these off-market deals and, and create something special that's going to be good. What I can tell you is like with the recession on its way and even possibly being here, what do we do? Like, what do we do next? Well, this is what I'm doing. I'm focusing on smart buys. You know, we have a lot of deals coming across our desk on a weekly basis. And I'm spending more time focusing on like, is this going to be a home run? I don't want the 50, 20, you know, $100,000 wins. I want the several hundred thousand dollar wins because that will position me to have backup plans, right? If I need to do a cash out refinance, I have enough equity. If I, need to do seller financing, I have enough equity. I have opportunities. I have liquid cash. I have different backup plans to be able to make this work, right? And so you want to go for not just the the basic stuff. You want to go for triple home runs, right? You want to go for the big boys and just make sure that you are buying smart at the end of the day. Really do your due diligence and don't get desperate, okay? But also don't live in fear. 
there's so much fear in, in the market right now that it's crippling people and they are doing crazy things that is really just going to mess up their tomorrow. So you just want to be prepared for that. And at the end of the day, number two is really be conservative. So be conservative on your numbers, be conservative on how much opportunity you're trying to take down at once. Don't go after the 10 plus deals like per month that you might've been going after in the past. When the music turns off and if it does and when it does, you want to make sure that you got a seat, right? Like you want to make sure that you're not screwing yourself and putting yourself in a bad position. But what I'd say for number three is still buy assets. Don't be a moron buying the cars unless you're turning those into assets and during doing Turo, right? Don't be buying, you know, more watches. And, you know, I'm looking to sell my watches right now, even though the market for watches has gone down as well. But you want to make sure that you're not getting the fancy watches. You're not getting, you're not splurging on huge vacations right now or things that you might have splurged with in the last couple of years, even during a pandemic. And certain people were struggling. Other people were crushing it. Right. So during those times and maybe the last couple of years of feeling so good, you're like, shoot, I got all this liquid cash. I'm doing well. Like I'm just going to, you know, splurge and get these expensive purses or whatever it may be. Right. Be smart with your money, your cash flow. Right. Speaking of cash flow, really double down right now. You're going to want to double down on whatever income producing activities you have, whatever is paying the bills, whatever is generating the big lump sums of cash. Focus on that. Focus on it hard. Like ideally, you should be having multiple streams of income. If you're just a real estate investor, if you're just flipping real estate, it's going to be like, you want to be conservative. I'm not telling you to triple down on that. I'm telling you to, if you have other streams of income, like we have Credit Council Elite, for example, for education, performance, and so forth, and, and getting people results. With that being said, we are tripling down on that business because it produces income that I can take the income and put safely into assets like real estate. And that's always been the goal. And that should be your goal as well. Whatever is paying the bills, whatever is really coming in in lump sums, really focus on putting that to work in real estate. You do not necessarily want to be cash heavy right now. I know other people are going to say opposite, but with the inflation rate and you want to be somewhat liquid or somewhat available for more opportunities that pop up, but also really just identify that, hey, I need to put this money to work somewhere. If I have a million dollars or even just a couple hundred dollars, hundred thousand dollars in the bank, it will drive me crazy, like absolutely crazy because I know that I'm losing money. I know that if I had a million dollars in there, it's really down to you know 700,000 pretty quick or 800,000. So you want to be just mindful of that and put it to work in, in some form or fashion so that you are something that's going to produce income. I'm not a big gold person. I'm not a big silver person. And other people are, and other people are crushing it. So that's just my two cents, by all means. Like, I'm not the guru at anything. All I'm saying is, this is just my two cents. Take it or leave it, and would love your feedback as well. I think it's very important to diversify and have a little bit of everything in all different areas, because you never know. But what I'd say is, I heard Warren Buffett talk about this in the past, that, you know, if you have all the gold in the world, it's this big, shiny, you know, gold, you know, door, it's huge, whatever. It's a big, huge ball of it. At the end of the day, you can show friends and family and people, you can show it off like, hey, look at my shiny gold. And it's only going to be worth what it is as it physically sits there and stands. 
And, you know, it will increase over time, supply and demand, whatever it may be, whatever the market dictates, it will increase potentially. But what I'd say is the gold isn't going to produce you monthly income like real estate. It's not going to give you tax write-offs like real estate. It's not going to, you know, increase necessarily over time drastically like real estate has. So I'm sure it will increase in value, but I like physical assets that pay monthly and give me tax benefits as well that could potentially increase over time in appreciation. So, and also things that I can leverage on it. I can take debt against it to be able to leverage and get more. With gold, I'm sure there's ways that you can put it up as collateral, but you're probably losing out on on that opportunity. So you just want to be mindful. Um, And that's my two cents behind gold or silver. Okay. (laughs) I personally really love real estate. It's changed my life forever. And it's about to change my family's life forever because I'm, I'm purchasing, we're closing this Monday on a property in New Jersey for my family. So well under market and something we're going to do basic rehab to do a cash out refinance, even at the higher interest rates. Right. And I'm going to be okay with it. It's going to be great. Still plenty of equity in it and so forth. And if not, guess what the backup plan is? I can sell it. I can sell it and make a ton of money. Or I can do seller financing. I can do so many different things. I'd rather park cash into it now and then borrow debt against it later being free and clear and so forth. So there's so many ways. You don't want to be cash heavy in the bank though. Speaking of all of this, cash heavy, doubling down on your business, taking the cash flow, really get your credit right. Like Credit Counseling Elite, we teach people how to fix credit faster than anyone in the industry. Really be able to build the relationships quick as hell with these banks and get as much funding from these banks as possible. We just got one guy, he did it himself. Like I'm not taking credit by any means, but he it's exactly the step-by-step education that we give him and supply each and every member of Credit Counseling Elite. He was able to get $400,000. And guess what, guys? It's only been a couple of weeks. Like he can keep going. He can keep getting more credit, by the way. Okay. There's sign up bonuses with that. I don't know how much he's getting in sign up bonuses. He just got one credit card with $100,000 on it limit. There's so much. I-, I can't deny it. That's just like one. That's just one example. Okay. So if you guys need help with your credit, that's not even a selfish plug. That's a moral like plug for you guys. Like really get your credit right. Focus on that stuff. Get as much money from the banks. If your credit is great, awesome. Let's get as much funding. Do you have a million dollars plus in funding from the banks? If not, it's time to start focusing on that because let's not be cash heavy. Get all of your cash and put it into assets right away. Something that's going to produce as fast as you can. And then you have the backup plan as credit. And then also you can take the credit and you can use that as purchasing properties with credit like we have or completing all your remodels with credit like we have and do and really just set yourself up for success, leverage it and put it to work just like the banks do. Like flip the script on the banks and, and put this credit to work. I think it, it's, it's never been a more crucial time. I was talking about this for the last two years, like really start preparing yourself. But now that the time is here, like it's not too late. Don't be one of those fools that is like, well, it's too late. Like, you know, we could get things rocking and rolling today. We've had hundreds of clients, but we've had dozens that have literally removed in 10 business days, removed over $100,000 worth of debt off their credit. Stop being settling for your FICO score in the 500s. Get it to the 800 club. Get to the 800 FICO score plus 
and then be able to do a mass apply. Be educated on how to do a mass apply to set yourself up for success, to get 10, 20, 30, 40 credit cards plus. You know, our best student, 19 years old, he got, I say best student so far with his mass apply, got 41 credit cards, 17,000 in sign-up bonuses. He got uh, 350,000 in new credit lines, you know, and you can do it every six months, but we got another record right now that 400,000 plus, and, and it's just the beginning. Like he can get so much more in the next week or two. So really excited to see the testimonies that come in from that. But if you guys need more information on that, go to www.creditcounselelite.com. That's www.creditcounselelite.com. Seriously, like there's nothing to lose. We give you a really a demonstration on a live webinar or a replay that you can watch about an hour, hour and a half long to see exactly like what I'm talking about and on a deeper dive so that you can understand it and really be able to position yourself to succeed and then see if you qualify, like see if it's a good fit. We don't want any Tom, Dick and Harry in there. We want good people that are going to do morally right things by uh, not just improving their credit and really like transforming their situation, their lives, but like their circle of influence, their friends, their family members. That's what it's about. So that's enough about my rant on that. Next, I just want to caution you guys, like be patient, be patient. You know, I mentioned be conservative, make the smart buys, but like be patient. Don't feel like you're in a rush. Okay. I know the last year or so, there's been plenty of people that have mentioned to me like, oh, there's not enough deals or like, it's getting more difficult out there. Things are going so quick over asking price. I get it. But with the last 30 days, but with recession on its way or being here in general, be patient, be patient and make the smart buys and just do your due diligence. You know, supply is still very low and demand is still high, but the demand is almost shifting. Like people are so fearful right now and it drives me crazy just too analytical and fearful that they are holding back. And I've always been the type of person that like almost do what the opposite of what the crowd is doing, but do it with like caution, you know, like do it with caution. I'm not telling you go deep in right now. I'm telling you just be caution uh, and have backup plans and, and just position yourself for success. Because right now it is one of those things that we don't know what the next year is going to be. We don't know how long this recession could last or how deep it's going to be, how bad it's going to be, right? You know, I was graduating high school in 2008 and I, I was in a poor area. Like my family didn't have any money. So, you know, I didn't even feel the recession. I had no idea. I had no idea. I was young, dumb, and just full of it, you know, and I had no idea. But what I can tell you is that the wealthy people or middle class, I should say, they potentially did feel it and many of which did. So you want to make sure that like this time around, it's different. It's not adjustable rates like it was before and all crazy. But if you can take out some lines of credit, make sure it's fixed, right? Make sure that you're secured, your position, your credit's good. You have liquid cash, put it to work, get it into like real estate, real assets, physical assets that can pay you monthly, that can give you tax write-offs. And, and double down on what is producing income today so that you can you know, feed the beast of real estate and watch it take care of you in the long run. So that is my two cents for today, guys. I love you guys all so much. I really do hope that this hits home with somebody. If you are fearful right now because of the market, because of what you're seeing on the news and all the crazy nonsense out there, take a deep breath. Don't live in fear. Just be smart, like be intelligent with your investing. If you have any questions, reach out to me. 
feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments. Otherwise, facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. If you need any credit repair done for you services, you can check out creditrepairmobile.com. Otherwise, go to creditcounselelite.com and I would love to help you guys out with all your credit needs. The real estate's changed my life, okay? But without credit, just honest to God, I probably would have quit because I was failing hardcore and I didn't know how to get in and I used credit to be able to, to catalyst it, to be able to fund it, really. I had no idea I could borrow money from other people. I had no idea that I could do all these different things. So without credit, I wouldn't have done it. And then credit just took me down a snowball journey that has changed my life as well forever. And I'm so blessed and thankful for it. And and it's been able to help us change hundreds of people's lives as well, which I am more blessed for. And just the gratitude is overwhelming and I, I couldn't be more happy and thankful. It's very rewarding, very fulfilling. But what I'd say is just make sure that hopefully something hit home today, right? Like hopefully something hit home. And if you found value in this, make sure that you hit that subscribe button to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. And do me that solid by leaving a five-star review. I greatly appreciate it. You guys are the best. And first class, I love you guys all so much. Till next time, guys, I will see you on the very next episode next week. God bless. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit brandonelliotinvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.